This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, April 30th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Whitening your teeth with over-the-counter products is perfectly legal, but in many states, paying someone to help you use those same products is considered practicing dentistry without a license. Angela Erickson is a researcher at the Institute for Justice and author of the new report, Whiteout, How Dental Industry Insiders Thwart Competition from Teeth Whitening Entrepreneurs. We spoke today. The state of Alabama has made teeth whitening illegal. What this means is that people in mall kiosks and salons are no longer able to provide a space for people to use an over-the-counter product on themselves while being given instruction on how to use that product. Instead, they have to go home and use that that same exact product. So this is stuff that you buy at the drugstore? Yeah, these are over-the-counter products that anyone can purchase. They are listed as cosmetics by the FDA, so even a minor can purchase these products. And yet, the dental board in Alabama is enforcing this new law in order to stop kiosk owners and salons from offering this type of product and service in their businesses in order to keep it inside the dental office. This is not just limited to... Uh, Alabama. How many states are actually engaged in this practice of telling people you, you're not legally allowed to do this? Well, there are 14 states that have laws or regulations that have been passed in the past five to eight years. And these also, you don't have just those 14 states, though, that are telling these businesses to shut down. There are actually 30 states total that have attempted to shut down teeth whitening businesses. So it includes those that have passed laws and regulations. It also includes 25 state boards that have ordered teeth whitening businesses to shut down with cease and desist letters. And these include states with laws and those that don't have specific laws about teeth whitening. And then there are also nine states that have actually brought legal action against teeth whitening businesses in order to force them to shut down. Now, I notice uh, in your report that uh, many states don't have a clear law relating to this? That is correct. So as I mentioned, 25 state boards have ordered these teeth whitening businesses to shut down. Oftentimes, what they are citing is very vague language in their practice act, such as any condition of the tooth, which, I mean, that might mean that you need to go and get your teeth brushed by the dentist twice a day. Uh, Or they might say that any dental operation, and it's not clear that teeth whitening, something you can do in your own home, would actually qualify as a dental operation. But this is the type of language that they are citing when they're telling these businesses that what they are doing is the unlicensed practice of dentistry. Now, in two states, according to your report, Illinois and Ohio, this practice is legal. That is correct. Explicitly legal. It is explicitly legal in those states. There are other states that haven't passed any language where perhaps you're fine doing teeth whitening, although they haven't explicitly said that you can. In Ohio, they passed a policy that says that businesses can go ahead and provide teeth whitening services as long as they're not putting their hands in people's mouth, which we agree with. And Illinois actually passed a law in 2009 that originally, as it was written, was going to outlaw teeth whitening, and it was being Uh, It was brought to the legislature by a member of the representatives who was actually a practicing dentist. And then it was amended to say that these types of businesses, kiosks and salons, are allowed to offer teeth whitening as long as they tell the consumers that they are not dentists. People do file complaints about this practice, though. 
So who's filing these complaints? Well, we went ahead and asked for complaints from all of the 50 states and D.C., and we received back complaints from 17 states. In those states, four complaints came from consumers with mild reversible um, effects such as gum irritation. However, 93 complaints were coming from hygienists, from dentists, from dental associations, from the dental boards, all complaining about the unlicensed practice of dentistry. So none of these were consumer complaints of harm, or none of these were alleged complaints of harm. They were simply that these businesses were out there practicing dentistry, and someone must do something about it. Why should the average person care about this? It, it's probably a fairly small group of business people. You know, I can go to the dentist. I can go to the grocery store and just buy these products and uh, do them myself. What's, what is the interest here for the average person? This is actually a wider problem than just teeth whitening dentists. We've seen similar sort of occupational expansions in cosmetology with hair braiders that even though cosmetology schools don't teach hair braiding, uh, cosmetologists and cosmetology schools are trying to lump hair braiding into cosmetology and force these hair braiders to go to cosmetology school where they're not going to learn anything about hair braiding. This happens with several other things such as uh, eyebrow threading as well. And so what actually happens is you have what we call license creep, where licensing laws expand into lucrative subfields of occupations, which bans new competition and raises prices for consumers. Angela Erickson is a research analyst at the Institute for Justice and author of the report Whiteout. You can read more about anti-competitive regulation and occupational licensing at our website, cato.org.